Hello, welcome to another story about the Peters family. This week's story is the Peters encounter pride in another. As always, we've included a line from a hymn or a hymn title within the story. If you recognize it, send your answer to whimsywins at gmail.com. If yours is the first correct answer we receive, we will send you a prize. The name of last week's hymn was His Name is Wonderful. From the story, Mama Peters submits to Daddy Peters, but we didn't have a winner. So hopefully we have one this week. It's time to get to this week's story. The Peters Encounter Pride in Another I am so nervous, Mama Peters. I can't believe the spelling bee is only three days away. I don't, I don't know if I really want to do it. Penelope's tone sounded nervous as she busily peeled cucumbers. Honey, I know you're nervous, Mama Peters' tone was sympathetic. But think about the piano recital. The Lord proved his faithfulness to you and Pearson through all of that, and he will prove himself faithful to you again. Anyway, are you especially nervous because of the homeschool group practice today? Mama Peters wanted to know. I think probably that's it, Mama Peters. At at least I was reminded of it when you mentioned that we're planning to go there. Yeah, I guess I'm pretty nervous about it. Oh, honey, it's okay. It will just be practice today, so don't worry about it. Focus on those beautiful verses in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication, make your requests known to God, and the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So pray and ask the Lord to help you put off the anxious thoughts and to focus on what is at hand. Like peeling that cucumber, which you've peeled so thin, you're almost peeling your finger. Penelope looked up from her absent-minded peeling and realized that Mama Peters was right. She laughed. (laughs) Okay, Mama Peters, I'll focus more on helping you get dinner prepped for tonight. That's my girl. Mama Peters flashed an affectionate smile at her daughter. Pearson walked in just then and grabbed a carrot. He dipped it in the ranch dressing Mama Peters had just finished stirring. Y'all, I'm so nervous about the spelling bee in a few days. Mama Peters and Penelope looked at each other and smiled. We were just talking about that, Piers. Mama Peters took the time to give Pearson a recitation of what she had just said to Penelope. I get what you're saying, Mama Peters. You're telling me to focus on what's at hand, but I already finished all of my schoolwork. I just need to make sure that I I got the right answers so I don't have anything at hand except to focus on the spelling bee. Actually, bud, look who just walked in. Priscilla and Patience are here, so now you have your twin sisters at hand. Would you take them in the other room and read a story to them? I need a few more minutes to prep the roast and get it going before we leave. Sure, Mama Peters. Let's go, Patience and Priscilla, and get a book. I'll read it to you. Both girls began to shout, Wah! Woo-woo! I knew they'd want to read that, Pearson laughed. (laughs) They love that book. Wah, woo, sheep's wool? I've got that book practically memorized. He took the twins' hands and walked into the living room where he sat down and began reading, or more precisely, reciting from memory the lines from wah, woo, sheep's wool. About an hour later, Mama Peters announced that it was time to go. She walked in to find Pearson building magnetic tile structures with the twins. They all pitched in to put the magnetic tiles away before leaving. After they got on the road for the 15-minute drive to Marie Zuckman's house, Mama Peters turned on the hymn, Burdens Are Lifted at Calvary, to quell the nervousness that was palpable. They had been to the Zuckmans one other time for a homeschooling gathering that Mama Peters had wanted to attend. The Zuckmans' house was ginormous, by any standards, and the landscaping was perfectly manicured. 
Pearson and Penelope knew a few of the homeschoolers who would be attending that day, but they were just a touch nervous because it's always hard to walk into an environment with a number of unknowns. But one thing that brought comfort to all of them, Mama Peters included, is that Mrs. Hicks and Todd would be in attendance. Friends always have a way of making things more comfortable. Todd would help them calm their nerves and put them at ease. But the best thing was that God's Word promised them a peace that passes all understanding. Upon arriving at the Zuckman's mansion, or at least to Penelope and Pearson, it appeared to be a mansion, Pearson rang the doorbell, which seemed to resound throughout the entire house. The maid opened the door and let the Peters in. When they stepped inside, the Peters could hear the loud playing of toddlers, the siblings of many of the homeschoolers who had come along, and were almost immediately put at ease. The toddlers' noises made Pearson and Penelope feel immediately at home. The maid went to summon Mrs. Zuckman, who appeared a moment later. Hello, Peters family! Here are some name tags. We're going to start with our spelling bee practice in exactly ten minutes. So go ahead and have the competitors file into the library, and the little ones can play together under the watchful eye of Pearl and Marlow. Mrs. Zuckman pointed to the two older girls she had hired to watch the extra little ones. Mama Peters nodded and thanked Mrs. Zuckman, who excused herself to continue overseeing the events in the library, which was a humongous great room filled with shelf after shelf of books. Pearson and Penelope took off their jackets and handed them to Mama Peters. Pearson, Penelope, I'm going to get Patience and Priscilla situated, so you two head into the library. Now don't be nervous. The Lord has got this. Trust in Him with all your hearts and lean not on your own understanding. Both of you have memorized that verse from Proverbs 3.5. So lean on that truth when you feel nervous, Mama Peters encouraged, noting their drawn and nervous faces. She hugged them quickly and walked Patience and Priscilla into the playroom where four other toddlers were stacking blocks and rolling toy cars around on the floor. Well, it's now or never, Pearson said, holding Penelope's hand as the two of them walked into the library. They sauntered over to the group of kids standing around chatting. Hi, Penelope began softly. Oh, hi, I remember you. You're Penny, right? One of the girls said, looking at Penelope. Well, a few people call me that, and you're welcome to, but my name is actually Penelope. I remember your face, but not your name, Penelope answered sweetly. Oh, I'm surprised you don't remember me. I'm Kara Zuckman. I own this house, and this is TJ, Samuel, Alexandra, Caroline, Jennifer, Thomas, William, and of course, you guys know yourselves. Pearson and Penelope looked around at the group as they were introduced. It was relatively easy to remember their names, as they had met them at the last gathering. Nice to meet all of you. It's nice of you guys to have us. Are all of you going to participate in the bee coming up? Pearson asked. Totally. It'll be fun. This is my second year doing it. I was super nervous last year, TJ answered. Yeah, it's TJ's second year, but it's my fifth year. Of course, I have been in more spelling bees than everyone here, Karis noted authoritatively. That's so true. Karis is super good at them, and she usually makes it at least to the semifinals. Caroline, the blonde-haired girl, chimed in. Oh, thanks, Caroline. That's so sweet. But now I'm embarrassed, Karis replied. Pearson and Penelope looked at Karis, and since that, actually, she wasn't embarrassed. She seemed pleased that Caroline had shared the news of her success. Well, that's great, Karis. Maybe you can give us some pointers, Penelope suggested. Oh, Penny, I think with only three days to the B, giving you pointers might be uh, just a little bit late, but you should still try and, and not give up. I've been studying all year long with Dolores Wheaton. 
You have to be accepted in order to study with them. Maybe you could try next year. Of course, the test is really long and really difficult. And I hear they only accept about five of the 50 applicants every year. It's super exclusive. I don't know who Dolores Wheaton is. Who is she? Pearson asked. It's not who, but what? Kara sounded downright condescending to Pearson. She laughed, (laughs) prompting the rest of the group to laugh as well. I guess I'm not surprised that you've not heard of it before. Karis's tone was snooty. It's a private charter school that has weekly meetings to enrich the education of its students. Uh, it's quite rigorous. And anyway, studying with them for the B has helped me tremendously. I've been with Dolores Wheaton for three years now. Oh, so Karis, would you recommend that, that maybe Pearson and I, um, get involved with that place next year in case we participate in the B? Though Penelope stammered, she was asking quite earnestly. I don't know, Penny, and I don't want this to come off rudely, but they're very exclusive, not to mention very expensive. So I don't know, Penny, not knowing you that well, it would really just be a guess if you could even get in at all. Oh, okay. Well, Mama Peters tells us to study the word booklets, but also tells us to just work at it with all of our hearts as working for the Lord and then just to have fun with it. So I I guess that's my plan. Ah, suit yourself, Karis answered tritely. A moment later, Todd Hicks entered the room with his usual exuberant and high-spirited fashion. Hey, dudes, dudettes, what's up? He extended his fist to everyone in the group for a fist bump. A couple of the boys responded and gave him a fist bump. Of course, Pearson and Penelope gave their dear friend an enthusiastic fist bump. They were so happy to see him. Todd Hicks, that's my name. I remember most of your faces, but not all your titles. Can I get you all to give me your calling cards? Our calling cards? I don't think I read you. If Karis had sounded a bit snooty before, she sounded downright pompous now. Todd didn't even seem to notice, though, and responded, Your name, Dudette. What's your name? My name is not Dudette, to begin with. It's Karis. And I do remember you. You're the one who's the new homeschooler, right? Pearson and Penelope sensed that Karis was speaking with contempt, but weren't quite sure what her remark meant. Yup, you got it, Karis. Brand new, along with these two. We study together a lot. I'm excited about the spelling bee. I've been studying bunches. Well, I'm afraid you'd have to study more than bunches to win this spelling bee, Karis pressed. Oblivious to Karis's obvious disdain for him, he answered, Oh, don't get me wrong, Dudette. I mean, I mean, Karis. I'm not saying I'm going to win the B, but I'm going to give it the old college try. Their conversation came to an end when Mrs. Zuckman called everyone together to practice. She instructed them to sit in a circle and directed them to stand when called on to spell. For the better part of an hour and a half, minus a short break for water in the bathroom, they took turns spelling the words Mrs. Zuckman read to them from the book. After a while, Pearson and Penelope sensed that Mrs. Zuckman was throwing particularly hard words at Todd. They didn't know for certain, and it could have just been a coincidence. But when she asked Todd to spell tubular and fallacious, the rest of the group breathed a sigh of relief, thankful that they didn't have to face those words. But Todd spelled both words perfectly, explaining his success by noting, Ma reminded me that fallacious starts with fall. You know, like the season, which is totally easy. 
And then the rest of the word has that C-I-O-U-S ending, which always says to me, hey, C-I-O ya. And then you just add an S, so easy peasy. And the word tubular? Well, hey, anyone who knows me knows that there's a whole lot of totally tubular stuff going on. So that one comes naturally for me. His explanation made Pearson and Penelope crack up, along with everyone else. (laughs) Well, almost everyone else, except for Kara Suckman and Mrs. Suckman. They didn't seem to be amused by Todd in the slightest. Okay, everyone, that does it. Thanks for practicing. We look forward to seeing everyone at the spelling bee in three days. Mrs. Zuckman didn't sound too pleased and, in fact, sounded a bit terse. On the way back to their cars, Mama Peters and Mrs. Hicks walked together. Mrs. Hicks, you are absolutely radiant. Pregnancy looks so good on you. Oh, thanks so much, Mama Peters. You're too kind. Right now, I feel pretty close to a beach manatee, but it will all be worth it when the twins come. Oh, Mrs. Hicks, it certainly will. And I know you can feel so large and immobile at the end. I'll never forget it with Patience and Priscilla. But the Lord provides strength, doesn't he? Oh, he sure does, Mama Peters. Plus, I'm due next week, and I'm very excited. But I really want to make it to the spelling bee if the Lord wills. Ooh, wouldn't that be exciting? A spelling bee baby, Mama Peters was all smiles. It would be exciting, but I don't want to miss Todd. He loves spelling, and it's one of his favorite parts of school. Todd, who had never been shy about eavesdropping and injecting himself into any conversation, interrupted. It's true, Mama Peters. I love S-P-E-L-L-I-N-G. It rocks my world, probably because I'm not too good at math. Todd punctuated a statement with his usual laugh, which was more like a cackle. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad that the Lord has gifted you, Todd. And if your mom says it's okay, you can come home with us to play and have dinner, Mama Peters offered sweetly. I'm good with that, Mrs. Hicks responded. But are you sure about that, Mama Peters? Of course I'm sure, and to spare you some cooking. How about you and Mr. Hicks join us too? Oh, Mama Peters, that would be such a big help to us. We would love it. Pearson, Penelope, and Todd all high-fived each other. And upon arriving at the Peters' home, they spent the remainder of the day playing to their heart's content. Mama Peters summoned them around 4.30 to set the table. When she walked into the dining room, she could hear their chatter, their nervous chatter. Karis is definitely going to win, Penelope observed in her fast cadence. She's been educated at Dolores Wheaton. That's the best education charter out there. That's what she said anyway, and she said it's super expensive. Plus, she's a member of the Jonto Club, which is only for the very best readers in the county. And she didn't miss a single word at practice today. I'll bet your prediction is right, Pin. I- I'm with you on that, because she's really good. And it was kind of embarrassing, because we hadn't even heard of Dolores Wheaton until today. Pearson seemed chagrined. Dude! Dudette! I hadn't even heard of that lady until just now. What are you guys talking about? Pearson and Penelope proceeded to answer Todd's question, explaining all of Harris's foolproof background and how she was a spelling bee shoe-in. Todd wasted no time and responded, Well, dude and dudette, I gotta admit, those creds do sound impressive. I'm not gonna lie. And they're better than mine. But the bigger thing in all of this, don't forget, is God. We can always pray, yo. And it doesn't mean we will win. Anyway, it's not all about winning, dude and dudette. It's true. It's it's about working with all of our hearts as working for the Lord, Penelope confirmed. And, and I told Karis that. Penelope, you're exactly right. Penelope, Pearson, and Todd turned to face Mama Peters. 
Kara certainly does have impressive creds, as Todd put it. But having good credentials doesn't mean everything, right? We should never think more highly of anyone because of their credentials or their standing. That isn't thinking biblically. Practicing diligence and bringing glory to God are far superior to any credentials. The Lord does not show partiality, as the book of James tells us. So I want you guys to remember that and not allow yourselves to be intimidated. Think about David in the Bible. He not only had to go up against the biggest, the fiercest fighter in the Philistine army, but he also had to combat all of the opinions of his friends. And his oldest brother mocked him and scorned him. No one thought he could do it. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying that one of you will win the spelling bee, but the lesson is clear. Pray and trust God that he will bring about the outcome that is best for his glory and your good. True debt, Mama P. Todd nearly came out of his skin. He high-fived Mama Peters. Mama Peters gave Todd a quick hug. Okay, enough about the spelling bee for now. We need to get dinner on the table. Mr. and Mrs. Hicks will be here any minute. A few days later, it was go time. Pearson, Penelope, and Todd found themselves on their assigned chairs on the stage of the gymnasium at Evergreen Elementary, their old stomping grounds. They recognized and greeted many of their old classmates, but they were seated with their local homeschool group. Karis didn't look nervous at all. In fact, she looked quite confident with her nose high in the air. And instead of greeting Todd or even Pearson and Penelope, she walked right past them as though she hadn't seen them. Todd, not one to notice such snubs, shouted out quite loudly, Yo, Care! How you doing, Dudat? You nervous? Karis turned around and simply, yet with obvious condescension, answered, Nervous? Uh, no. The spelling bee began promptly, and one after another, the participants were eliminated. The irony was that one of the spellers was eliminated when he couldn't spell the word eliminate. He spelled it E-L-I-M-A-N-A-T-E rather than E-L-I-M-I-N-A-T-E. It didn't take long before most of the spellers were eliminated, but Penelope, Pearson, Todd, Karis, and about a half dozen other kids were still hanging in. Less than a half hour later, though, the only ones left standing were the homeschoolers, Pearson, Penelope, Todd, and Karis. It was so exciting! The audience was riveted. Daddy and Mama Peters, Mr. and Mrs. Hicks, and Mr. and Mrs. Zuckman were all nervously watching as their kids continued to spell word after word. Penelope got tripped up on the word attitude. Instead of spelling it with two T's, she spelled it with two D's and was eliminated. Daddy and Mama Peters let out a soft sigh of sadness. <sighs> and though Penelope let out the same sigh, she also had a sense of relief. She took her seat with the other eliminated spellers and waved brightly to Mama and Daddy Peters to assure them that she was okay. Pearson was next eliminated on the word stagnant when he thought the last vowel was an E and not an A. So now it was down to two, Todd and Karis. Round after round, they battled, with Todd practically yelling into the microphone. It was Karis's turn to spell. She was given the word stupendous. Todd was nearly jumping out of his seat. He knew this word. He inserted it regularly into everyday conversations. When Karis spelled it with an I instead of an E, Giving Todd the chance to spell it correctly, he hardly took a breath. He jumped to his feet and shouted out, S-T-U-P-E-N-D-O-U-S, stupendous! The entire audience erupted in cheers as Todd jumped up and down on the stage. 
Todd was beside himself with happiness. Mr. and Mrs. Hicks were shedding happy tears, and Pearson and Penelope sprang from their seats to hug Todd. For their placement of first, second, and third, Todd, Karis, and Pearson were awarded medals and trophies. But Karis looked scornfully at her medal, which she took off of her neck the moment the photo op ended. Without a look back, she stormed off the stage to her waiting parents. Yo! Care! Hey! Great job! That was super fun! And you're a great speller! Todd shouted out as Karis left the building. Karis didn't even bother turning her head or offering any sort of congratulations. Todd just shrugged and got back to celebrating with the Hicks and Peters, who were admiring his trophy. Mama Peters, you were right. Credentials don't mean everything, do they? Penelope asked rhetorically, but Daddy Peters took the time to answer. They sure don't, Nellie. Praise the Lord that he sees our hearts. I don't want to interrupt the frivolity, but I... I think I'm going to need someone with credentials right now. Mrs. Hicks interrupted, breathing heavily. What's up, Ma? Todd asked with concern. Yeah, I I think I'd like to see someone with an MD right after their name. You know, a a doctor. These babies feel like they're ready to come. Everyone turned to Mrs. Hicks, who looked quite uncomfortable. And without a moment of hesitation, Mr. Hicks shouted out orders to Todd and asked the Peters to launch Plan A which meant taking Todd home with them while they went to have the newest additions to the Hicks family. Love you, Ma! You rock it! Todd shouted out to his mom. Mr. and Mrs. Hicks quickly hugged and kissed and congratulated Todd once more, as his parents left hurriedly, with Todd yelling after them, Yo, Dad! Ma! Can't wait to see the twins! Only, as always, he did it in Todd's style, loud and enthusiastic, And he didn't just say twins, he shouted, T-W-I-N-S, twins! This is Grandmom's Corner. Wow, Kara Suckman was a pretty snobby, stuck-up girl, wasn't she? She was relying on her smarts and her spelling bee know-how as a veteran of five spelling bees and her spelling bee education in an elite school. She sneered at Penelope and Pearson, and made references to the fact that even if they were accepted at the school she had mentioned, their family probably couldn't afford it. Karis's haughty attitude reminded me of the stark contrast between her attitude and the Apostle Paul in the New Testament. He, too, had credentials like Karis. He was well-educated. He was a leader of the synagogue. He was brilliant. He was well-studied, and he knew the law as well as any Pharisee around. But after listening all those impressive creds, as Todd referred to them, listen to what he humbly tells readers in verses 7 and 8. But whatever things were gained to me, those things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them but rubbish so that I may gain Christ. Rubbish is another word for garbage or trash. In other words, those things meant nothing to Paul as compared to his relationship with Jesus. His relationship with the Lord was what mattered most, and that is what should matter most to us. It is so easy to get caught up in how important we think we are. Maybe one of you listening tried out for an elite team, and you made it. Or you were chosen to represent your school at a musical talent show, and you won! Those endeavors are noble and good, but do not 
forget your creator. He is the one who gave you the abilities. If you think to yourself, no, I was the one who studied hard, and that's why I made the debate team. Or, no, you're wrong, I was the one who practiced, and therefore I'm really good at the piano. I encourage you to remember who gave you the energy and strength to study hard. It always, always comes back to God as the origin of every single accomplishment you may have achieved. And on the flip side, it's easy to become intimidated by people like Karis who tout their skills and brag and boast. Maybe you're not as gifted as they are, but so what? God has made you in His image and He loves you. So if you begin to think how lofty your accomplishments are, remember Jesus, who is the King of Kings, humbled Himself and became man to die an ignoble death on a cross. He is our ultimate example of humility. And perhaps it's true that you're not as talented or gifted as some of your friends. But you have a friend in Jesus who will be a friend to you like no other. The Lord willing, we'll be back next week with a new story about the Peters family. Bye for now.